Welcome to the Digging Deep ATV MX Podcast with your host, hailing from Kakana, Wisconsin, riding a CST Tires SSI decals traveling back Yamaha YFC 450R, four-time ATV Motocross National Champion, number 25, Cody Jensen. What's up, everybody? We're back. I'm your host, Cody Jansen. Welcome to episode 68 of the Digging Deep ATVMX podcast, presented by our title sponsor, CST Tires, available for purchase and in stock today at shop.csttires.com. On behalf of all of us at Digging Deep, we want to say happy Thanksgiving to all of our loyal listeners and supporters. And in the spirit of giving thanks and on the heels of Veterans Day, we have a very special episode in store for you tonight. Justin West is a Marine Corps veteran and a current racer that credits ATV racing for making him feel free again and ultimately saving his life. Justin is a real life hero and a champion in every sense of the word. So we are proud to bring such a meaningful story to you on this episode of the Digging Deep ATVMX podcast. In the spirit of giving thanks, we'd like to say thank you to all of our incredible partners, CST Tires, go to shop.csttires.com today, Yamaha thanks to Blue Crew, thanks to Valvoline, SSI decals, DID Racing Chain, Namira Technologies, Bronco ATV and UTV Components, Impact Solutions, Launderville Steel Enterprises and Concrete Supply, the financial advice of Haymower Financial Group, Forworks Carbon, DP Brakes, Gripped Gloves, Factory 43, Bikes, Trikes, and Quads, LLC, Integrated Financial Concepts and their Safe to Race and Safe to Ride insurance programs, and Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with code DIGGINGDEEP20 at manscaped.com. Speaking of Manscaped, the holidays are officially here, and the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 is the perfect gift. This gift includes the new Lawnmower 4.0 electric trimmer that I rant and rave about every week for helping me keep my beard on point, the best nose hair trimmer I've ever used, and an array of goodies including deodorant, boxer briefs, a travel bag, and more. So check out Manscaped. I wish I would have sooner. If you're like me, coming up with gift ideas can be difficult, but Manscaped is a great gift to keep in mind this holiday season. And get 20% off with free shipping by using code DIGGINGDEEP20 at manscaped.com. Support all these great companies that support us. Let them know you like us by using our discount codes. And for any products that fall through the cracks, click that Rocky Mountain ATVMC banner on our website to help us out. As we start to shift our focus to the 2022 season, we both know you need parts and gear. No matter what off-road gear or parts you need, Rocky Mountain ATVMC has you covered. But before you buy, simply click that Rocky Mountain ATVMC banner on our website by using our specific link, we get a percentage of what you buy on the back end. So if you want to help us out, this is about as easy and convenient a way to support us as there possibly is. So click that Rocky Mountain ATVMC banner at diggingdeepatvmx.com today to help us out while satisfying all your gear and parts needs this off season. And we can't thank you enough for that. That Rocky Mountain ATVMC link is on the right side of our homepage at diggingdeepatvmx.com. And right underneath that, you'll find our new Amazon widget. So same concept. Before you buy from Amazon, simply go to our website, click the Amazon logo on the right of your screen underneath Rocky Mountain, purchase whatever your heart desires, and we'll get a percentage of what you purchase on the back end. We're all purchasing from Amazon this time of year, so use our Amazon link and help us out while you buy this holiday season. We have one new donor to shout out this week, Ryan Dasso. Thanks for your support of Digging Deep, Ryan, and I have to say, I would bet you're related to the Dassos I grew up watching here in the ATV racing scene here in Wisconsin, and I think I eventually started racing the Dassos maybe a little bit. I remember looking up to Jeremy Dasso. That brings me back to some great memories from when I was growing up. So uh, thanks for that. And thanks for your support of Digging Deep, buddy. I appreciate it so much. If you're interested in donating and hearing your name on the show, you can find the Patreon and Buy Me a Coffee donation links on our website. And we can't thank those of you enough who have donated. Now it's showtime. The 32nd board is up. It's sideways. And the gate is down. Time to dig deep. Let's go. All right, guys. I'm stoked to talk to this next guest. 
The two of us share a love for ATV motocross, just like so many of you who are listening right now. For me, ATV racing is a way of life, but for Justin, you'll soon learn it saved his life. Brought to you by Manscaped and the Lawnmower 4.0 electric trimmer. Go to manscaped.com this holiday season and get 20% off plus free shipping by using code diggingdeep20 at manscaped.com. Joining us to tell his story, it's my pleasure to introduce Mr. Justin West. Justin, thanks so much for being here and welcome to the Digging Deep ATVMX podcast. Not a problem, man. I appreciate you having me. Yeah. So you and I have been friends for a number of years now, uh, after you actually approached me to write a resume for you a number of years ago, before I even knew you, uh, personally. So naturally, like I knew your story before I even really knew you. And uh, I wanted to tell this story on the podcast for a while. Now, Casey mentioned it on a previous episode that we should tell your story at some point. And with veterans day being last week, I thought this may be the perfect time to get you on. So again, uh, thanks so much for joining me. Really been looking forward to this. Yeah, definitely, man. I can't wait to, you know, get what I feel like, how I, how I feel about racing and how it definitely helps me out. I like to get it out to more people and maybe it'll help them also. Yeah, I think so. So let's start with, um, I guess a little background, like how you got into ATV racing or, or how did you, um, you know, get your first ATV? Let's start with that. Yeah. So when I was young, definitely we didn't have, we didn't have a lot. So we, you know, wrote whatever we had. I think my first one was, uh, I think it was a Honda four by four and we rode that all over and stuff like that. But, um, in a racing wise would be whenever I went into the military, um, I just bought my first quad and rode locally up in North Carolina. Okay. Okay. So you, uh, I, that's the part I didn't know about as I was kind of preparing for this is I didn't know if you had any ATV stuff, um, when you were a kid. So when you were a kid, like, were you interested? Like, did you know ATV racing was a thing? Like, is that something you knew about back then or not really? Yeah, definitely. I knew about it. I mean, we always watched like, um, Doug Gus, Jeremy Joe. I mean, we watched them all whenever we were young, watch all the videos and stuff like that. We just, just didn't have it to get into the whole racing scheme. So we just rode in the backyard and, you know, pretended like we were racing in the big, big scheme of things. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Me too. I know how that goes. Um, okay. So then you already, uh, mentioned the military stuff. You see, it sounded like, uh, you got into the ATV racing or riding on, you know, uh, formal tracks and stuff while you were in the military. So that brings us to, you know, kind of that next central topic there. So tell me your, your military story, because you joined the Marine Corps, uh, right out of, uh, high school, I believe. So I'll, I'll let you take it kind of from there. Yeah. So I graduated in 2002. I think I went into the Marine Corps probably around two months after I graduated, uh, went in the winter time. So, um, yeah, I went in 2002, did boot camp, did, uh, my MOS school. And then in 2000 and I think it was 2003, we had our first deployment. We went over to Japan and uh, we went to uh, Schwab, which is an island off of Japan. And we did training there. And I thought, man, this is great. This is going to be awesome. Vacations pretty much, you know, it was training in the daytime. We had beaches, swimming, scuba diving, doing all that. And then uh, in 2004, I do believe, 2004 or beginning of 2005, we went over to Baghdad and uh, stayed at one of Saddam's palaces and did um, security around the actual palace. We came back from that. We had to go right back over. I think it was about four or five months. We went right back over to Fallujah, and that was in 06. Um, that's where... I got hurt in 06, so I got hit with um, 11 IDs, which are roadside bombs, one car bomb, and one RPG in a three-month period. So we got pretty rocked over there. And then uh, we came back, and then we went back again to, uh, to Fallujah, exact same spot, exact same, exact same road, exact same everything. Uh, and we came back and then we went back again. So, um, but whenever, whenever we were coming back and forth, I told myself, I was like, you know, I always wanted to race ATVs. So I'm going to buy one when I came back. So 
I came back and I bought one and I was like, I'm going to ride it. So actually it was an LTR 450, which I ride now. Mm-hmm. So we started riding local tracks up in uh, North Carolina and uh, I came back home and started racing CRA. And then I decided to take the big jump and jump straight into nationals. Oh, that's, that's awesome. And I know, um, that, that part I do know about your story is that you kind of hit the ground running. Uh, when you started racing, you started kind of like really found your racing legs right away. Um, but yeah, like to, to touch on, you know, your deployment and all that stuff. So that you suffered the three concussions, the injuries to your shoulder, neck, knee back. Um, and, and you had said to me previously in some of the stuff that we worked on, like you felt you were just lucky to be here. Um, you know, especially like with all your limbs, because, um, I mean, I guess what you reiterated to me was not, you know, like a lot of your friends or whatever, um, you know, that you were over there with weren't that lucky. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, once you're over there, you know, you have a different mindset, you know, you just, you're just there and you're there to protect yourself and your, your fellow, fellow Marines or fellow soldiers, whoever you're there with. But, um, but yeah. A lot of a lot of my guys weren't so lucky, and a lot of them came back with missing limbs. A lot of them didn't come back, but you know, I do feel very fortunate that I came back and I have all my limbs. Uh, I do have you know traumatic brain injury and stuff like that, but you know, I feel very fortunate on me coming back and the things that I came back mm-hmm. with. Yeah. So, so then tell me how. Um, you know, I guess how the racing is kind of tied in as far as like, right from the jump, did you know that was going to be, uh, kind of like a release or a vice for you? Or at the beginning, was it just, Hey, like, I've always wanted to do this. I don't know if I should go as far as to say, like, it's a new lease on life, but like, Hey, like I made it through all this. I'm going to go do what I truly want to do. Tell me about that. Yeah. So whenever I started racing, I felt like, like you said, I just wanted to go, I wanted to basically fill a dream. I wanted to race and I wanted to do a national. That's all I want to do. I just wanted to do one. And I told my wife, you know, Hey, I want to do one national one whole year. I want to see, you know, if I can win some races against the national boys pretty much. Okay. And uh, I went out in that first year when we started racing, I, I was on a lot of medications for all my injuries and stuff like that. And uh, that first year, I think we got off, seven or eight medications just by racing. So we definitely knew that we were on something there to where it was helping me a lot. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, whenever I first started racing the first year, I won a national, the the national champion in a C class. So mm-hmm. I definitely surprised myself. I was hoping just to even get in the top 10 or just to win one, one race, but it just started snowballing and we went from there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because like I was going to say how it's all tied together is, is, um, like, especially when you approached me and I think it was after that first, that first national championship, I think is when you reached out for me to kind of help you put that resume together. And you said like, you needed to find something that would help you like set free some of that internal tension. And you kind of found it with the, with the ATV racing and, like at that time, especially like knowing you now, so I'm now, in a, now I've known you for five plus years and, you know, we've gotten pretty close. Um, but at the beginning, like it felt like you were, uh, I don't know, like in a, just in a tougher spot, you know, I don't know how else to say it. And it feels like, like ATV racing really did become like kind of that release valve for you. And, um, and, and yeah, like it, it just feels like you are, uh, I don't know, like a, in a, in a healthier spot, like you're in a better spot than you were, you know, five years ago. And ATV racing has a ton to do with that. Yeah, definitely. I feel like ATV racing and even the or the, the ATV family, I'm telling you, they help out so much more than what people actually really think, mm-hmm. you know, but I think the racing wise, it just gives me that uh, adrenaline rush to make me feel, I mean, everybody knows it. You're sitting on a sit you're sitting on the starting line before that gate drops. You got them butterflies going that whole entire adrenaline rush right there is, is what has helped me so much to where I feel like it puts me at a state that I was back over there where I was going out of the green zone where, mm-hmm. 
where my body needs to be to be relaxed pretty much. Right. So that's kind of the opposite of, and that's one thing I wanted to touch on. That's kind of the opposite of, uh, I guess how like adrenaline works for a lot of people. Cause adrenaline might amp some people up. And for you, uh, the adrenaline, uh, of ATV racing kind of calmed you and became that stress reliever that you were looking for. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, when I'm on that line and then butterflies start, as soon as that gate drops, I seriously feel like I'm free. Like mm-hmm. I don't think of anything. I don't feel anything. It's just, it's just me out there. It's, it's, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it's, it's very free filling mm-hmm. and free feeling. And I'm so glad that you touched on that because that from writing that resume and reading some of the quotes that you had put together for that ATV racing has made me feel free again, was a quote from you. And that's what stuck with me more than anything. So when I say that, like, I mean, you probably can't imagine your life without ATV racing anymore. So, you know, to hear those words, ATV racing has made me feel free again, man, it, it makes the hair on my arm stand up because, you know, so many of us love this sport, uh, beyond measure, but for you, I mean, it's, it means that much more than that. Like, like you physically need it. Yeah, for sure. Like, like even through the VA where I get all my prescriptions and everything, they already told me, they're like, man, as soon as you stop going, as soon as you stop racing it, they're like, you're probably going to have to go on a couple more of the medications to get you back down. But for right now to like stick in it as long as you can and, you know, go from there because they, they told me basically they don't know any other release that works for me as, as racing has done for me so far. So, well, and to have that, I mean, to have that natural kind of remedy or that natural medicine that ATV racing has become for you. I mean, there's probably nothing really better than that. Like I'm sure it's not like a person wants to be on medication to, to balance you out. Right. Like to have, I mean, ATV racing is the best medicine that there could be, I guess. Yeah, exactly. It, it definitely is. I'm, you definitely, you definitely don't want to be on something for the rest of your life. I tell you that much. And ATV ATV racing has definitely helped me out a lot to where I'm not on as many as I was before. So Mm -hmm. I'm so grateful for that. And like I said, with the family, the ATV family, Mm -hmm. just being around the whole entire atmosphere of the race family is, is just a whole different feeling. Mm -hmm. I agree. And, um, it's, it's one of those things I'm glad you touched on too, because like for so many of us, I think that that's what we cherish the most. I mean, we talked about it on so many of these episodes that the ATV racing family, that community, that togetherness that all of us feel, uh, like all of our, at least speaking on behalf of me and many of the guests that we've had on here, like all of our best friends came from the racing community because nobody understands us other than other, other racers. Right. So that that, that community family is so special. Um, I think that that's what keeps so many of us, you know, coming back for more. Yeah, definitely. Like even my kid, uh, even Rowan, like this year was his first year race and he had a blast and, you know, he got to go to the banquet, he got a trophy and stuff, but he, he didn't even really care about the trophy part. He just wanted to go see his friends again. Like, he's like, it's been so long, but it's, you know, it, it hasn't even been that long, but just being with that close tight friends, family, it feels so long already. And it's only been what, two, three months mm-hmm. and it feels for like forever. Mm-hmm. So just that connection that you make, I mean, me and Brian, Brian Jenkins, he works on my engines. I mean, he was just over here last night and we were talking and uh, like just to have somebody like that, like we met in in racing and he lives so close that like, at least I have one person close to me to where we can still hang out and shoot the breeze and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. it keeps you kind of connected pretty much. Exactly. I think, you know, once you've been bitten by the bug, like you can't shake it. And yeah, like sometimes, you know, especially, you know, you're an Ohio guy, I'm a Wisconsin guy. Like, uh, you know, we have cold, we have snow, we have whatever. So sometimes the best thing you can do, you can't go out and ride, you know, not all of us have, not all of us have close indoors or whatever that you can go ride at. So, um, sometimes the best thing you can do is just talk some racing and, uh, and kind of, you know, satisfy that need or whatever in your life at the time. So thankfully you got Brian and it's awesome to see you two guys, like you guys clearly have developed a bond, um, you know, over the years. And that's awesome to see too. Yeah, definitely. He's, he's part of the family. I mean, comes over all the time we we you know we go out to dinner you know it's just like you said it's just the camaraderie of you know mm-hmm. two guys just sitting there bullshitting about uh, the race season and races and 
you know, what happened in this race, what happened in that race, talking yeah. about the tracks, what about next year? What about this? Mm-hmm. Kind of just calms and relaxes you and you can just sit here and just talk forever about it. Exactly. That's what, uh, that's what we do here on the podcast. You know, we talk about ATB racing. We'll get right back to the show, but now a word from our sponsors. And thank you for listening to these ads. Without these great companies, none of this would be possible. Show your support for the people who support us. Welcome to the team, two-time champ Joel Hetrick, who dropped the biggest news of the offseason when he announced his move to CST Tires. The CST takeover has been gaining momentum over the past several seasons, and now Joel Hetrick and his Phoenix Racing teammate Jeffrey Rastrelli are the most recent additions. The Pulse MXR tire has helped lead riders like Thomas Brown to race wins in three consecutive Quad Cross of Nations titles, Nick Janusa to the Pro Class podium, myself Cody Jansen as I rode my Pulse MXR fronts and white label soft compound rears to back-to-back national championships in the Junior 25 Plus class, and the most recent additions have us thinking a Pro Class national championship is on the horizon for CST tires. The Pulse MXR tire, available in soft and standard compounds, offers the highest level of traction, most predictable cornering, and superior wear characteristics when compared to the competition. Visit shop.csttires.com to join the CST takeover today, or prepare to be beat by someone who did. Joel Hatrick, Jeffrey Rastrelli, Nick Janusa, myself, and so many others are believers in CST tires. Are you? CST Tires, where passion meets the ground. You already know we're Team Blue Crew here at the Digging Deep ATV MX podcast. Whether it's second all-time winningest, seven-time and reigning ATV MX Pro Class National Champion Chad Weenan, or six-time and current XC1 Pro ATV GNCC National Champion Walker Fowler, it's clear the podium-proven Yamaha YFC 450R is the winning choice of sport ATVs. This unprecedented success for the YFC 450R, its unrivaled quality and performance, and the undeniable fact that Yamaha is the leading OEM supporter of ATV racing, has created a Yamaha takeover within the sport quad market. Better yet, Yamaha's Blue Crew Racer Support Program is back and even stronger for 2021, meaning Yamaha riders are about to cash in on higher payouts and more prize opportunities, including a chance to win a brand new YFZ 450R. For more info, head over to YamahaBlueCrew.com, follow them on social media at Yamaha Outdoors, and check out Yamaha's full proven off-road lineup at YamahaOutdoors.com today. For over 150 years, Valvoline has led the charge by being dedicated to constant improvement and innovation across all disciplines of racing. Valvoline has sponsored some of the greatest names in motorsports, and for the better part of a decade, I've been fortunate enough to be part of the historically great Team Valvoline. From my commuting vehicles to small engines, race quads, and everything in between, I trust nothing but Valvoline in all of my equipment. I've experienced increased function and durability as well as a longer life expectancy thanks to Valvoline's array of products and lubricants. Since 1866, Valvoline has been focused on bettering your experience, whether on road, on track, and everywhere in between. Upgrade to Valvoline today and check them out at Valvoline.com. SSI decals is a name synonymous with ATV racing, synonymous with big time success, and absolutely synonymous with the best looking decals around. An offshoot of their parent company that was established in 1947, SSI first took shape from owner Ian Harris's passion for ATVs. With what started as just making numbers and decals for riders like Chad Weenan, the company quickly took off, and today you couldn't imagine ATV motocross without SSI decals. The graphics maker and designer now supports all the top teams in ATV motocross, as well as teams and riders racing GNCC, Work Series, Pro Motocross and Supercross, Canadian Pro Motocross, Short Course Off-Road Trucks, UTVs, Snowcross, and oh yeah, six-time NHRA World Champion Clay Milliken. No project is too big or too small for SSI decals, making your identity stick with championship-level graphics. Head over to SSIDecals.com today and then maybe call the doctor because things are about to get sick. The Digging Deep ATV MX podcast is brought to you in part by DID in their range of championship-winning chains. Powered by technology, DID chains are designed to give you the greatest strength-to-weight ratio, making them the optimal chain for racing and giving you a championship-level edge. DID has been driving championship-winning race programs since 1933, chosen by champions such as Chad Weenan, Joel Hetrick, and myself, Cody Jansen. Champion above the rest is DID's 520 ATB2 chain, with those same design principles and materials being used throughout their entire line of products, including their on-road category as well. Pick up a DID chain today at your local dealer or reputable online e-tailer. DID. 
what drives you. We are proud to be partnered with Numira Technologies. Since 2001, Numira has led the charge in the ATV and side-by-side market, covering more applications than anyone else in the industry. Numira's advanced piston technology uses a NASA-exclusive aluminum alloy that helps to reduce expansion rates, that allows for tighter tolerances, and leads to higher overall engine performance for your machine. For more information about Numira's wide offerings of pistons, rings, gaskets, and industry-leading top-end repair kits, visit your local dealer or online at www.numira.com. Numira Technologies, pistons with an attitude. We are pleased to be partnered with Bronco ATV and UTV Components, Bronco has been an industry leader in replacement hard parts and accessories for all makes and models for over 15 years. With a catalog that includes a full line of electrical components, engine internals like rods and cylinders, all the way down to suspension parts and bearing kits, Bronco is your hard part source for whatever you need for whatever you ride. Available exclusively through distributors around the world. Visit your local dealer or online at broncoatv.com. Forworks Carbon's innovative lightweight products include top-notch seat covers, carbon fiber, and plastic hoods gas tank covers, exhaust shields, shock guards, and much more. Whether you have an ATV, UTV, or snowmobile, Forworks has the goodies that will improve your ride and make you salivate. We trust Forworks for increased function and a sexier look, and you should too. Forworks Carbon, always working hard to bring high quality and innovative parts to the market. Check them out today at fwcarbon.com. So, uh, so that first year you won, um, the, the vet C class title, and then you went on to win a vet B class title too. So tell me about that because man, Justin, you watching you, cause I watched you then, you know, obviously I've followed you now, you know, since this friendship sparked for us, but man, you took like some quantum leaps, like some big leaps forward in the years after that. Um, so tell me about, uh, winning that B class title. Cause that was a big deal too. Yeah. When I, when I won the C class, I was super stoked about it. I couldn't believe, you know, that I even got, you know, one first place. Mm-hmm. And then I won a national champion C. And then when I won the national champion B, it was, it was so insane because it came down to the, you know, it came down to it just like every year it just comes down to the last couple races. Mm-hmm. And when I won that one, it was, it was as special as the first one. Like it, it just doesn't leave you just, mm-hmm. I mean, just the people that you race with is pretty much the same people. It's like Mm -hmm. they move up with you and then you push them, they push you. And then it's like, you're trying to push to the top and then (laughs) you drop back down then you drop back up and then you drop back down. But it's always like a teeter totter that, Mm -hmm. you know, it's always the same people and it's always a great thing to keep pushing them. Well, and those, those vet classes are fast, especially to think about, you know, vet B like that's a fast class, man. Yeah. A lot of people are like, Oh, you're in the vet class. I'm like, yeah. That classes are gnarly. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, it's not as fast as, you know, like the 450 B with the young kids. I I completely, I completely agree with you, but I'm telling you right now, them old, the the old people can still throw it down. Like how they did in the youth. I ain't going to lie about that. Well, they got the, they got, you know, I I'm almost 30, so I can say this, but you got like that old man (laughs) strength and old man knowledge. Like there's better race craft in the vet classes, even though, uh, you know, some of the, some of the, you know, B class kids or whatever might, you know, have some one lap speed, but there's some savviness that comes in the vet classes too. Oh, definitely, man. I'm like the oldest person in every single class I race. Man. <laughs> I am like, the, like, like, like I said, like even like the 450 B I raced that and mm-hmm. man, I'm double the age of some of these kids. I'm 37. I'm like, hey, what's up? I'm like talking to their parents more than I'm talking to them. Like, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Um, so then yeah. And speaking of fast classes, then this year you bump up to the 25 plus class and man, you like, you damn near won, won the title. So tell me about that because you came ever so close. Um, and I guess, you know, you get into ATV racing, it's kind of a dream of yours. You know, you win a, a C class, you, you know, C class, a C class race is your, you know, your big goal. That's what you want to do. You want to win a C class race at a national. You do that. You win a C class championship, you know, vet B championship, which is awesome. You're racing some of those fast B classes. Now, uh, you move up to the 25 plus class. You just want to mix it up with these guys and you damn near win the thing. So tell me about that. Yeah. 25 plus was definitely a humongous jump for me because I was <laughs> like, you know, I, only way to get fast is to race fast people. So I'm like, you got to just got to throw it out there. We're going to do it up. It's going to be my second class and here we go. So we jumped into it and I'm telling you right now, that is, definitely by far the fastest class I've raced ever. (laughs) So, but yeah, I was, uh, I was really impressed on 
the speed that I actually got this year, just, just riding with the people that I rode with in 25 plus. Mm -hmm. I mean, you were in one of the races with me, you Kazmarek and, um, Brett. Yep. And Brett. Yeah. All three of you guys. I mean, I mean, there's more people in there, of course, but mm -hmm. you guys were the top three. I mean, I had a, I was doing everything I possibly could to even just keep a tail <laughs> on you guys. But man, I'm telling you, it was, it was an eye opener and, you know, I can't wait to see what that speed has brought for this coming up year because everybody has told me that I've got a lot faster over the years. And I feel mm -hmm. like this year alone, I've got a lot faster just riding with you guys. It, it was a, it was great. It's funny that you say that because you've, you know, went to some of my riding schools and stuff, or at least one of them. Um, yeah. but yeah, like there's no substitute for being on the track in a race situation. And we talk about it. Um, you know, when we're, we're talking about the, the AMA TV pro class so often on these shows, but yeah, like I tell people like, there's no substitute for, for being on the track, seeing that speed firsthand. Cause you have people that talk about lap times and whatever, um, when talking about the pro class and saying, well, this is where I would stack up maybe like kids coming up or whatever. Well, until you're in the class, um, there, you just don't know the speed. And, and that's kind of what you're talking about here. You know, Zach, Kazmarek, myself, and Brett Music are all past pros, um, you know, near top five pros at times. And uh, like, yeah, so 25 plus is gnarlier than it's ever been. And yeah. you're right up in the mix. And like you said, I mean, there's no substitute for seeing that speed. And there's no doubt when you see that speed. So you're out there racing with us. And then you have to go line up in the vet class or the, or the B class. I mean, yeah, there's not former pros in those classes. So, um, it's kind of like, you know, Hey, like this is my time to shine. I'm sure. Yeah, definitely. It's like, you know, the one saying that always sticks with me and I listen to it all the time on like uh, motivational speaking is you grow okay. through what you, you grow through what you go through. Mm -hmm. And, uh, telling you right now that speed that you ride in that 25 plus <laughs> is it, like you said, everybody's like, Oh, I can, you know, I would be here. I'd be there. But when, once you're on the track and you're trying to keep that speed for five laps, not four, mm -hmm. it's like, oh, it's only one more lap. But that one more lap, I'll tell you right now, it's a slap <laughs> in the face. You get done with that fourth lap and you're like, all right, cool. You hit that first corner and it feels like you just did 15 laps. Like it just, it just hits you like a brick wall. Mm -hmm. But to be riding that speed and riding over your head pretty much, just trying to catch up to everybody for five straight laps mm -hmm. will destroy you. Right. And that's, that's what it did to me this year, but it pushed me so much farther. So I think that helped me out so much more. And like, like you said, in the 450 B and then the vet AB, I feel like it pushed me so much faster. So I just, like I said, I can't wait to see what this year comes up. And you know what? And I love that about you, Justin, that, um, you're never going to like back down from a fight or a battle or a tough race or, you know, whatever, like, Hey, like, um, you know, like, just like you said before, like, Hey, like I got to ride with faster guys to get faster. So screw it. I'm going to go run 25 plus. Like, I got, I love that about you. You know, there's so many guys that, uh, you know, they're going to be in their comfort zone. You know, like we're all guilty of that. Sometimes at least I am. And, uh, you know, Hey, throw me out there. I'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My wife was like, what are you thinking you're doing? You're going 25 plus. I'm like, I got to do it. She's like, all right, you got to do it. She's like, well, just don't go on it. You know? half ass. She, she's like, if you're going in it, you're going in a full go. And I'm like, all right, here we go. And then we start and she's like, well, you're in it now. So let's go. So that's she's awesome. always been on my side. So she's the one that's all, she's the one behind me though, the whole time, like just crunching it, crunching it, giving me my little, I guess my pep talks. <laughs> and, uh, she pushes me to the max every, every single race. She makes me, she makes me race as fast as I do. So, I mean, I can't give it up to her more than anybody else it would be definitely her yeah yeah that's awesome to hear uh so what are your plans going forward then justin like do you anticipate you know continuing to race like long into the future like i mean you're only a few years away from 40 plus right like you could be in 40 plus here pretty quick well, so tell damn. me <laughs> damn throw my age out there like it's cool. so no, tell me yeah. tell, tell me about your goals uh going forward some stuff that's on the horizon for you you know, my goal is, you know, to race as long as we can. I mean, of course, you know, the money thing is always there, you know, just like for everybody. I mean, mm -hmm. nationals ain't cheap. Everybody knows that. So mm -hmm. it's all going to depend on, you know, what we can afford and how many races we can go to and stuff like that. Like I said, my little one's starting to get into it. So I'll, I'll go down to probably uh, two classes 
maybe even one. It just depends. But if whenever he says he's not having fun, then we'll go to, you know, we'll look for something else. But for right now, I would like to race as long as I can. Like I said, I mean, it helps me and it makes me feel a lot better. Mm -hmm. So I would love to keep doing it. It's just going to depend on, like I said, the money situation. And as long as my kid's having fun, I'll make sure he's doing it, but I'll, I'll be at the track either way. It's just, yeah. Yep. No, I, I totally get what you're saying. And you know, coming from, cause my dad raced growing up. So like, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be just like dad. I think for so many people, you know, you grow up and like your first hero is your dad. So, um, yeah, like I hope that I'm sure that Rowan's going to want to stick with it. I think he's gung ho, like you've kind of been touching on. And I hope that you guys are able to share that and do that together for, you know, for a while yet, because, uh, again, coming from somebody who, you know, I started racing because that's what my dad did and being able like some of to this day, you know, I've been, I've been racing for, you know, 25 years and some of my very favorite memories are, you know, the weekends way back when, um, when both dad and I were racing on the same weekend, you know, like I, I, I cherish those memories. So I hope that that's something that you guys can, can do for a while yet too. Yeah. That'd be great, man. I'm telling you right now, this whole year, just this year alone has been been so awesome just seeing him grow so much Mm -hmm. as you know as a as a racer and his whole personality i mean just being with the race family and stuff like that it's just it's just a whole different atmosphere and i i feel like he's he's grown a lot already yeah yeah he's he's uh he's not scared to full send it down some of the big downhills tell me about that story tell me tell me what what that was like tell me what that was like like that had to be an adrenaline rush in itself when rowan go you know blows the big downhill at high point tell me about that yeah that was probably the scariest i i thought because and he came around he was going down that hill and those speed bumps were just killer at the top of the hill. And I thought they were going to cut that off for the four to six year olds, but they let him go all the way up and then all the way down. And his little butt was bouncing off the seat. And next, you know, his foot was coming off the brake pedal and then he's going down the hill and man, he went straight down that hill over the berm and down in like that, like six foot ditch all the way down at the bottom. I came, I came running from the top. I, I was standing by the drop gates and man, I came running over across the track and then down the hill, almost ate it twice running down on my race boots and got all the way down there. And he was just, he was more scared than anything. He wasn't hurt. So I was, mm-hmm. thank God. And then he got back on. He's like, I don't want to do it. And I told him, I was like, listen, you're going to get back on the quad. You're going to get on the gas and you're going to go up this hill and you're going to finish this race. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, I'm like, all right, then we're packing up. We're going home. And he's like, well, no, I'm like, well, then get on the quad and let's go. So he got back on the quad. He finished up the next lap and then he didn't want to go back out the next day. But I told him, I was like, if you're not going to go out, we're not going to race anymore. So he got back on his quad and he did it all himself. So I was like, all right, buddy. I was like, I'm very proud of you. So like I said, for him to grow that much was huge because that was his first race ever mm-hmm. was high point. Yeah. Of course, I throw him out on high point for his first <laughs> race ever. And then he wrecks, right. but then he still does it. And he finishes out the year. So I just feel like that's like a huge stepping stone. Mm-hmm. And cause you know, the, the biggest thing is to get back on the quad after you wreck yeah. when you're li- when you're little or when you're big. Yes. When, so I've told the story, I'm pretty sure on the podcast before, but I crashed in the first corner of my very first race. And I remember <laughs> like the flagger guy being like, Hey, like, buddy, you don't got to go back out there. And I'm like, no, I'm doing it. And, uh, <laughs> Rowan, same thing. It might've taken a little coaxing. He was a little, I think he was a little younger than I would have been at that time. Um, but to go out there and finish it. And now, like you said earlier, like he's having a blast, just wanting to be with his racing friends saying it's been so long. Like that's awesome. You know, I think that that was a, a life lesson right there. And I tell people all the time, I've told you like the life lessons you, you learn in this whole racing thing, whether you're, you know, 37 or 29 or whatever Rowan is as a kid. Um, those life lessons are lessons that translate to everything else in life. So the lessons that he's learning, I've learned that you're, you've learned or are learning. Um, it translates to everything else, you know, like this is ATV racing is just part of our being at this point in Rowan. That might be the same for him. Yeah, definitely. And what helped him there too, is because high point, uh, I messed up the, the triple on the backside. I think it was two years or couple of years ago, whenever we were able mm-hmm. to do it as amateurs, not the, just a pro class when we can mm-hmm. jump that triple. Yep. And, 
I messed up my gearing and I hit it third gear instead of fourth gear and I cased it and I cased it. And I did like four front flips and uh, I told him about that and he was like, Oh, okay. Okay. And I told him, I was like, I remember Joel even told me, he was like, dude, he's like, I seen you hit the ground. He's like, I went running. So he, you know, Joel, he's all the way at the pros, but, and then he's like, I jumped the fence and I came, I was, I started running whenever I seen you wreck. I was like, what were you going to do? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> he's like, but every time you wreck, you usually bounce up and you, and you're, you hit the ground and you start rolling and you're already running to get back on your quad. Mm-hmm. And I told Rowan, I was like, you know, whenever you wreck, you have to just get back on your quad and go. And then that helped him out a lot. And like I said, the next day he finished. So I was very proud of him. As the number one podcast in ATB racing, it's only right that we partner with the industry leaders in suspension tuning. Insert Impact Solutions. Impact Solutions is a full-service ATV and side-by-side suspension center specializing in the revalving and service of your motocross and off-road suspension. With over 25 years of elite-level knowledge, experience, and testing with riders of all ages and ability levels, Casey Greek, Jay Goble, and the Impact crew strive to exceed clients' expectations for service and setup. Impact Solutions is the official Elka Suspension Service Center of the United States, offering unmatched product knowledge and experience. Whether you're in need of service, parts, warranty, sales, or technical support, Impact Solutions has you covered. Head over to ImpactSolutionsATV.com or give them a call today. We interrupt this program for a special news bulletin. The following message is brought to you by Manscaped.com. The Manscaped engineering team has outdone themselves this time, creating the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, now available for purchase in the U.S. and Canada. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, an official sponsor of the Digging Deep ATVMX podcast, with this exclusive offer of 20% off and free worldwide shipping with code DIGGINGDEEP20 at manscaped.com. I'm one of the first people to try the new 4.0, and I am blown away. This thing is next level. What sets this trimmer apart from all the rest? The Lawnmower 4.0 gives you the ability to turn the LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. It features a new multi-functioning on-off switch with travel lock for those of us who like to travel. And my favorite, the new trimmer allows you to customize your trim with four different guard lengths and upgrade from its predecessor that only featured two. If you're listening, you know that good tools are a must, so wait no more to get the best tools for the job. Get 20% off and free shipping with code DIGGINGDEEP20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com by using code DIGGINGDEEP20. The Digging Deep ATVMX podcast is also sponsored by DP Brakes, a longtime supporter of ATV racing and the world leader in centered brake technology. DP has been dominating the ATV world for decades, supporting the best four-wheeled racers on the planet. 2021's impressive lineup includes Joel Hetrick and Jeffrey Rastrelli of the Phoenix Racing Team, myself, Cody Jansen, and my back-to-back national championships, Baldwin Motorsports, Ford Brothers Racing, Nick Janusa, Wesley Wolf, and many more, including all of the top 14 GNCC Series pros, led by the champ Walker Fowler, Bryson Neal, Cole Richardson, Jared McClure, and Chris Borich. These top riders continue to appreciate the high performance and impressive durability that their DP brakes have to offer, products that ultimately help place them on the top of the podium. Available at www.dp-brakes.com, purchase at your local dealer, or message the show for their contact info today. What are you waiting for? Join the best ATV riders in the world on DP Brakes. 15 years into the brand's existence, Factory 43 is back with us and continuing to make huge waves in the ATV world. For the second consecutive season, Factory 43 is the official aluminum parts choice of the Phoenix Racing ATV team, providing their state-of-the-art Evo Nerf bars, MX-style front bumpers, and grab bars for some of the fastest riders on the planet. If you're in the market to upgrade your Nerf bars, bumpers, or grab bars, head over to Factory43ATV.com to see their full line of products available for all makes and models. Want to be just like Joel Hetrick and Jeffrey Rastrelli riding with Factory 43's industry-leading products? Head over to Factory43ATV.com today. Success in the ATV MX world is similar to what creates financial success as well. The right people, the right advice, and more importantly, hard work and the benefit of an ongoing relationship as situations change and adversity is experienced. Do you have the right financial advisor to help you reach your goals? Haymower Financial Group can create a personalized, goal-based plan to help your family prepare for whatever life brings. Call me, Scott Haymower, at Haymower Financial Group, 
a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services at 920-338-8150. That's 920-338-8150. Offices located in beautiful De Pere, Wisconsin with registrations and clients nationwide. You're a warrior, man. Like he's right. Every time you... So every time something happens, you bounce right back up, which actually uh, sparks something in my memory that I haven't mentioned. The the Warrior Games is something that you did uh, prior to all this, too. Tell me about that. Yeah, the Warrior Games. So we started it back, uh, I don't know what year what it was. It might have been like 2009, 2000, something like that. But uh, so we started up for injured injured. Um, military members so when you go to the wounded warriors or anything like that when you're rehabilitating they have almost like it's like an olympics for us so we go to the different branches every year and uh we started that out and we did you know you do cycling you do swimming you do um you do shot put i mean there's a whole entire whole entire thing that you do and you do for the game so the navy goes against the marines the marines go against the army like everybody goes against each other and then you have one winner at the end so it helps like i said it helps also in that perspective of you know getting together with other wounded uh service members and you know talking about it and stuff like that but also being in a competitive mind state of you know we want to win and stuff like that so it was great yeah. And you had, um, you were part of like a, like a cycling program too, at one point, right? Like, didn't, weren't you putting together something like that for, for other, uh, veterans at the time? Yeah. So whenever I got hurt, me and, uh, one of my, one of my other guys that was with me, Travis, we, uh, we started up a cycling team because it helps with the traumatic brain injury. So whenever you're multitasking with your brain it you know, help, of course it helps sparks everything, but it's supposed to help a lot with the high or eye and hand coordination and stuff like that. And, and just helping you, you know, all together with your brain to rehabilitate it, try to get it back to where it was, but we started it off in Camp Lejeune and then it spread and then we had, um, we did different rides and stuff like that. So it okay. helped a lot with the recovery system. That's awesome. I'm, I'm glad. Um, I'm glad somehow that sparked in my memory, the, the wounded warriors and the warrior games and stuff, uh, because I wanted to touch on that. So um, are you able to take anything you think from like kind of your military background and that path that you were on? Um, are you able to take any of that into uh, I guess like the, ATV racing side of things, the athlete sense of yours are like, is there anything that you've learned or anything that you take from the military side that you can benefit from now as an athlete? I definitely can, because I feel like the drive that I had in the Marine Corps, cause I was a machine gunner. So I, I, I had the 50 cow. So I was probably the smallest guy in the machine gun class. Okay. So it was always like the tall ones and super built ones. And you know, they can carry all the weight and all this and all that. Well, here I am, you know, five foot, nothing. And I'm all, all, you know, with everybody that's six foot tall. (laughs) Right. So I feel like the drive that I got out of there to push myself, no matter how hard it was to push it. I feel like that definitely stuck with me for, it's going to stick with me for the rest of my life, but definitely for the racing, like you said, I'm not, not scared to race against faster people because I feel like, if they can do it, I can do it. It's just how long it's going to take me to get there, but I'm going to get there. I think it's kind of perspective too, right? Like for some people, I think it's almost like you can, um, you can scare yourself into being tight or being nervous or whatever. Like if you put too much pressure or you like you, you make out, you know, whatever race you're in to be bigger than it is. And for you, like, it's your vice. Like, Hey, I'm just grateful to be out here racing. Like, like totally different level, not comparing the two. But for me, like as a, as a pro, like I would, it's almost like I would, I would, I would, uh, make myself nervous and in tight, like into, uh, like putting way too much pressure on myself. And I wish I could go back in time and just 
like race. Like I do now, like I'm having a blast. Like I'm here to have fun. Like I, like, I'm just grateful to be here. And I would have even had a more successful, you know, racing career. And for you, uh, like you said, where some people are getting tight and nervous and anticipating the gate drop and whatever. And for you, you're like, hell yeah. Like, this is what I live for. This is my vice. This is like, it's go time. Yeah, exactly. Like once I feel that adrenaline rush, it's just like calming to me. It's like, all right, I know this gate's going to drop. All I'm doing is looking at it. And I feel like literally everything slows down for me. Like right. it doesn't amp everything up. It does. Like you said, it does the opposite. It just slows everything down. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as that gate drops, I think of nothing. Like it's just blank mm-hmm. and we just race. That's yeah, it. Which is awesome that you're able to kind of like, like, uh, harness that on the regular, because for many athletes, even top tier athletes, you can listen to them and they say, you know, when things slow down, that's when I know I'm in the zone that day. And for you, uh, it sounds like that's more of a regular thing, which is awesome to hear. So one of my favorite things about you, Justin is your storytelling ability is awesome when it comes to like (laughs) racing and stuff. So tell me your favorite racing story do you have one anything that comes off the top of your head whether it was this year or past years any favorite race that you might have had tell me about that you know it's going to be the one that kicks in my head right now is probably sunset ridge and i forget what year it was of course but um it came i think it was the first moto or it was the second moto. i'm not sure but we came out of the whole shot. We were coming around the first corner and, uh, we took the inside and the guy that was in front of me slammed his brakes and he got hit. And next thing you know, he got stalled out and I was up in the, up in his back end and I was stalled. He couldn't get it out. I, or he couldn't get it started. We couldn't get my wheels out. I was stuck there. They were, and you know, the track, they were all the way down around the S turns and going back and they were going down the triple or okay. down the, you know, down the step down Yep. And by the time I got, got loose and, uh, I came through and, uh, Brian was holding the pit board and he was like, just relax. And there was no relaxing, man. I mean, I was <laughs> literally, I, I always say it. I, I, in my head, I felt like I was riding like Joel, like it was just, <laughs> just hanging off that revelry. Cause you know, now, now, now I am at that panic, you know, so I am just, I gotta go. I gotta yeah, go. I and, stu- and you only got four laps, not five. You only got right. four laps. And there's no so substitution. I'm- there's no substitution. I said this to Corey Ellis. There's no substitution for when something happens early in the race and you have nothing to think about, but going as fast as you can. That's when most people, probably you and I, most people listening are going to turn their fastest lap ever is when you had what happened, had, you know, happened that day at the beginning of that race. Oh yeah. And I was looking at everybody. Like I was starting to catch him, starting to catch him. The first lap I caught the back of the pack. Um, I caught him like coming in the S turns coming before the finish line. I was like, mm-hmm. all right, I got three laps. That's it. I got three laps to catch the first person. Mm-hmm. So I come flying around and, you know, trying to, trying to weave in, in and out of people is, you know, hard by itself, but I am right. just, I was just hauling. And everything was just clicking for me. I mean, I was going left, going right, flying. I was clearing everything. And, uh, you know, that last lap coming, I'm looking. And now, like, you know, the first guys are into the lappers. So I don't know what's first. I don't know what's last. I don't know what's second. I don't know. So I'm just, I come across uh, the big jump, the Holy Patrol. And then I hit that. And then I'm coming down on the bottom. And then the rhythm section coming through there just <laughs> i leaned back and just hit the gas and just held on and i didn't even like let off so i was like <laughs> hit the hit the little step off and i landed all the way down in the corner and i barely made that corner and i came around and i passed one guy right before that that end corner before the uh finish line he took the inside and i jumped all the way to the outside and just held it wide open ran the berm and is sent over top of the finish line and I've seen like three people in front of me and I was like, damn, I was like, man. <laughs> and I uh, come to find out that I passed everybody and I got first place. And I was like, <laughs> Holy 
holy cow brian was just like dude i have never seen you ride that fast in my whole entire life <laughs> but that's the one that always sticks with me all the time because that was probably the fastest i think i've ever ran in my life that when you can like i said there's no substitute for that happening if you could just harness that like clear, you know, mind oh, of nothing else. I'm not worried about anything. I'm not worried about stalling it, tipping, flipping, going over exactly. a corner, blowing a berm. I'm not worried about anything, but going forward, if you could just harness that, like, I got to imagine that's what it's like to be, you know, Joel Hattrick or Chad Whedon or whatever. Like they're yeah, just, exactly. they're just balls out all the time. And, uh, and yeah, it's, it's funny because when you have that happening, you feel like one of those guys. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> like in my head, I'm like, man, just calm it. Like in the air, I'm like, I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You ain't going any faster in the air. Right, so I'm yeah. like, just let it go. Like let go of the handlebars a little bit relaxed. No, of course not. You're, you're death gripping and you're just <laughs> waiting to hit the ground and take back off. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's my goal. I mean, that, that would be probably, uh, I mean, that would definitely be a dream, dream, dream come true to even get it to pro pro am even just to get to something that with a pro in it, like right pro sport or a pro am or like legit pro mm -hmm. that would be, I mean, that would be more than a dream come true, but Hey, you've, that's the goal. You've gotten better every year. You're inching closer. So, I mean, um, I would never say never when it comes to you, Justin, I mean, you've, you've spoken everything else into existence and your, your motivation is next level. You know, you, you kind of, you set a goal for yourself and you, typically have achieved it. So, um, I think anything is possible. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like I said, you, you, you grow through what you go through. That's, I mean, that's, that's the key thing I go through now with my head where mm -hmm. you're going to, you're going to go through it. And if you don't grow from it, well, then you didn't push yourself pretty much. I mean, and then if you, if you're not, if you're not pushing it, you might as well just not even do it. Insurance, it's not something everyone likes to talk about, but let's face it. If you race motocross, it's something you should have. Integrative Financial Concepts is an independent financial service and insurance firm who offers moto-friendly insurance and helps out riders like Nick Janusa, Jeffrey Rastrelli, and Joel Hetrick gain confidence on the track. With their unique safe-to-race and safe-to-ride programs, if you qualify, they have the ability to offer life insurance with living benefits to those who ride. With these living benefits, you may have the ability to access a portion of your life insurance policy while you're still living for things like cancer, heart attack, stroke, or chronic illness. They can also help with many other things, such as home, auto, motorhome, and trailer insurance, as well as college planning, special needs planning, payroll processing, as well as group health benefits for your business. So whether something happens on or off the track, Integrative Financial Concepts has you covered. With their complimentary one-on-one -on -one appointments, what are you waiting for? Reach out to Mike Daniele at D-A-N-I-E-L-E -E underscore Michael at nlgroupmail.com today and see how integrated financial concepts can help you. Living benefit riders are supplemental benefits that can be added to a life insurance policy and are not suitable unless you have the need for life insurance. Riders are optional and may require additional premium and may not be available in all states or on all products. This is not a solicitation for any specific insurance policy. Bikes, Trikes and Quads LLC has been supplying riders with aftermarket components from the industry's top brands for over a decade. With over 80,000 products in stock for your ATVs, UTVs, metric and HD motorcycles, dirt bikes and snowmobiles, Bikes, Trikes and Quads LLC can tend to all your power sports needs from hard parts to riding gear. Bike Strikes and Quads also offers hard-to-find used parts for your vintage dirt bike, ATV, three-wheeler, or snowmobile. Use discount code ATVMX at www.btqllc.com for 10% off of orders of $100 or more. We're grateful to have Bike Strikes and Quads LLC digging deep with us. Thank you, BTQ LLC. We are proud to be partnered with Gripped Gloves. Gripped is an ATV rider owned and operated brand with a rider in mind and the goal of keeping costs affordable. The Michigan-based family operation recognizes riders' desire to showcase their identity. Owner David Payne's love for eccentric colorways and crazy patterns shows in his product something not often found in the work of big manufacturers. Here to push stereotypes and limitations, Gripped's drive is to produce a glove with cool colors and designs that won't break the bank. With comfort and quality as key motivators, the Family Affair is constantly working on the next more innovative and improved glove. Get a grip on life, join the Gripped movement, because no one wants a bland glove. Check them out today at grippedgloves.com, that's G-R-I-P-T gloves.com, and use discount code DIGGINGDEEP10 to save at checkout. Just like the sport of ATV motocross as a whole, our Digging Deep community is brought together by the love for racing that we all share. 
Our sport is compiled of many great people, and leaving that charge is the Launderville family at Launderville Steel Enterprises and Concrete Supply. This racing-owned family business is a steel and concrete supplier serving the entire United States. Launderville Steel is a full-service steel supplier of new and surplus steel, aluminum, and stainless steel products headlined by the 4130 chromoly tubing and plate used in the building of chassis for ATVs and UTVs, off-road truck racing, late model dirt and pro tractor pulling series, drag racing, and more. Launderville Steel loves their racing just as much as we do, but don't forget about their concrete division as well. With over 25 years of experience, the concrete division can supply everything you need to complete your next business or personal project. Their central Midwest location enables LSE to easily serve customers across the United States. For a quote, additional info, answers to more of your questions, or to talk a little racing, head over to LaundervilleSteel.com or give them a call today. We are proud to be partnered with yet another racer-owned company. Thank you, Launderville Steel Enterprises and Concrete Supply. Thanks for listening, and remember to support our partners. Now back to the show. So if I was to ask you advice that you would give, you know, up, up and coming racers, because the life path that you've been on, you know, you've, you've learned a lot of stuff along the way, probably, you know, um, you know, through hardship and other things, just stuff you've went through, uh, would that be the advice you would give somebody? If I, if I asked you for advice, you know, to kind of give our listeners out there, whether athletes, people, whatever, got any, uh, words of wisdom or advice to offer. Yeah, I'd say don't play it safe, honestly. That that's that would be my massive uh thing to tell everybody. I mean, yeah, it's cool to play it safe and you know, like you said, like win something or you know, mm-hmm. something that you know you're gonna do or you have, you know, a way better chance at it. But I mean, if you're gonna do that, I mean, it's no sense of doing it. But I would say just don't play it safe, just go for it. If if you fail, guess what? Do it again the next year. Mm-hmm. You're gonna you're gonna get it. Like I and, said, you only get better if you go against the better people. And, uh, there's no, um, and this is another thing I've touched on with other guests, but winning when you're expected to win. So if you're aiming low, if you're expected to win there, there's no natural high that comes from that. Uh, if you win when, you know, Hey, like maybe I could win. Or if, you know, you come, you know, you get a victory or something as an underdog, maybe unexpected, those are the best kind. So you kind of got to aim high to achieve that, that natural high that everybody's looking for. Exactly. Cause you're never going to feel it any, any other way. You, you're never going to feel that feeling that you exactly. get, that you get that unexpected win. Exactly. Um, Justin, let's end the conversation on this. Tell me one more time, how much ATV racing and the ATV racing community, the family means to you. And it, it means everything to me, honestly. I mean, of course my family means everything to me before anything else, but I mean, what racing has done for my family and the racing family has done for my family. It's, it's, it's one of a kind. I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. I think that there's a, there's no substitution for it. Um, I started this thing by saying that, you know, you and I share a love for ATV racing that so many people listening, uh, also share. That's why they're, they're listening right now. Um, and, just as I can't imagine my life without ATV racing, neither can you. And I think that that's something that's kind of bonded you and I, I feel like, you know, it's like, um, I'm so passionate about it. And so are you, which is awesome to hear. And that's why this is a, this is a conversation that I really wanted to have on the podcast. So, um, stoked that we could do this and, uh, yeah, like you, you rely on ATV racing to maintain, you know, your, your quality of life and, and your freedom. So, uh, just glad that we could touch on that today. Definitely. So on that note, Justin, uh, let's wrap up this conversation. Justin West here on the, the Digging Deep ATVMX podcast. But Justin, on behalf of um, you know myself and all of our listeners, just want to thank you so much for telling your story here on, on Digging Deep. And I want to thank you for your, your service, your sacrifice. You're a, a real life hero and a champion in every sense of the word. And uh, man, like we're always going to be cheering for you here at digging deep, you know, obviously myself personally, I have for a number of years and uh, you know, maybe we can get you up in the pro class, you know, one of these years, if you keep shooting and uh, yeah, you know, then we can get you on ATV uh, MX fantasy. We can do all kinds of cool things. You just gotta, gotta keep climbing that ladder, but you've been doing it every year, man. So we're, we're always going to be pulling for you. Definitely, man. Can I, can I give one shout out real quick? Go ahead. Whatever you want to do, pal. Yeah, I want to give a shout out to uh, all my sponsors, of course. Um, I'm just going to run through them real quick. Um, just the VFW Post 3767, 
Wheels Up, ODI, CST, Pivot Works, Hot Cams, Rage, uh, JSR Design. And uh, the last one is uh, Team Simplify. So I want to give a massive shout out to Team Simplify. If anybody's looking to give to a nonprofit uh, military organization, Team Simplify has helped me out so much in the racing. Um, they sponsor me. They help me out with a lot of stuff, race fuel, stuff like that. So they're doing a, uh, a double down donation right now. So whatever anybody gives them, they're doubling it down. And uh, if everybody could just take a minute to go check them out, just go on the website and they have, uh, they have all the information on their site. Awesome. Do you have that? Uh, is that the is Semperfy the website that the people? Yeah, need to Semperfy go to? fund. Okay, perfect, perfect. Well, I'm glad that we could shout that out, Justin. And uh, again, I just want to thank you so much for being here, pal. It's been so much fun. Thanks, man. I appreciate you having me. That's a wrap with a hero here on the Digging Deep ATVMX podcast, saying that ATV racing saved his life. Uh, thanks to Manscaped and their lawnmower 4.0 electric trimmer, our presenting sponsor for Justin West tonight. Go to manscaped.com to get 20% off plus free shipping by using code Digging Deep 20 at manscaped.com. And Justin, again, I've said it a few times now, but until next time, thanks for being such an awesome guest. So gracious with your time. This has been amazing. And uh, just like I said, we're always going to be cheering for you and uh, can't wait to see what's in store for next season, pal. Just great grateful to call you a friend. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. You're the man. Thank you, sir. That's Justin West right here on the Digging Deep ATVMX podcast. Thanks, pal. Thanks. Man, what a special conversation with a great man. Major thanks to featured guest tonight, Justin West. And thanks again, Justin, for your service and sacrifice. You're a real-life hero and a champion. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Thanks to producer Dallas Jansen, my brother, for all his hard work. Thanks to Brooke and AMA official Harv Whipple. Thanks to our donors. You all know who you are. We appreciate you so much. Thanks to our partners, CST Tires, shop.csttires.com. Yamaha, thanks to Blue Crew, Val. Valvoline, SSI decals, DID racing chain, Namira Technologies, Bronco ATV and UTV components, Impact Solutions, Launderville Steel Enterprises and Concrete Supply, the financial advice of Haymauer Financial Group, Forworks Carbon, DP Brakes, Gripped Gloves, Factory 43, Bike Strikes and Quads LLC, Integrated Financial Concepts and their Safe to Race and Safe to Ride Insurance programs, and Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with code DIGGINGDEEP20 at manscaped.com. Support all the brands that support our show and and don't forget to use those codes to save. Find them all on our website and be sure to click that Rocky Mountain ATVMC and Amazon banners for all your gear and parts needs, everyday needs, and to help us out. And most of all, thanks to you guys for listening. Need more gift ideas? Our show merchandise, including Digging Deep shirts and hoodies, our Quad Guys Get Hot Chicks shirts and hoodies, back-to-back national champ merch, and more are all available today at shop.diggingdeepatvmx.com. If you're looking for another easy way to support us, visit our website and click the Patreon or Buy Me a Coffee buttons. This allows you to set up a one-time or monthly contribution to support our efforts. Keep sending in your questions, stories, and topics to be featured on an upcoming episode. Don't hesitate to call into our voicemail line so we can play them on the show as well. That number is 920-569-3519. Follow the show on social media, Digging Deep ATVMX Podcast, and myself, Cody Jansen, for additional content, coverage, and more fun stuff throughout the offseason. As for the podcast, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. Wherever you find podcasts, you'll find the Digging Deep ATVMX podcast. All episodes, additional podcast providers, sponsor links, and discount codes, our show merchandise, fantasy info, and more can all be found on our website, diggingdeepatvmx.com, so check that out today. Be a friend, tell a friend, please download, subscribe, rate, review, and share. And with that, for Justin West, Brooke Catherine, Dallas Jansen, and I'm your host, Cody Jansen. Thanks for listening to the number one podcast in ATV racing, 3 million downloads and counting. Until next time, thanks for joining us and digging deep with the stars of ATV Motocross. Things are crashing and burning here at the Digging Deep Podcast, much like the Titanic. Those guys were hauling ass, for real. I remember watching Doug Gus, I don't know who it was, Steel City, running the same times Friday afternoon as James Stewart was on Sunday back then. It was mental. I've never seen quads go that fast. Quad leaders are freaking nice.